Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. We have talked on this program many times over the last few months about the shortage of HRT medicines. And we've talked to people about how it affects them if they can't get their medicine. We've tried to look at what the cause is. You know, it was kind of a bland explanation at the, at the start. Oh, that's only Brexit. That's Brexit causing that. It's not Brexit causing it. Um, although there are supply chain issues and there are other economic issues. But there is a shortage, a chronic shortage. A shortage that's causing a lot of pain and a lot of discomfort and a lot of suffering for a lot of women. And the fabulous pharmacist, Laura Dowling, has been looking into this and exploring the various reasons why the shortage is out there and ongoing and almost, I would suggest, Laura, almost being tolerated in high places. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Would <laughs> that you was agree great. With that me? was a great intro. Everything was exact. <laughs> almost being tolerated in high places. Yeah. No, it is. It's 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 unfortunate, and and it's very much a worry. But 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 like you said, it it's very hard to get an answer as to why it is happening. But and and the reason. The reason is, is because there are there are many reasons why it's happening, and it's kind of they've all come together to cumulate in this w- one big car crash of, of HRT shortage. And uh, I have a number of of, of, of reasons to, to explain to you. They, they they probably aren't exhaustive, but one being the raw materials for HRT are sourced in Asia. And raw materials for the gel technology and the patch technology are very different to raw materials for tablet technology. So you may have the glue in one in one manufacturing plant and, and then the estrogen in another. And then if there is a problem with the supply issues from any one of those for any one of those components, then that has a knock-on effect on the on the worldwide supply. So I think that it's important for people to realise that. And then to also realise that the gel and patch technology is very different and it's much more costly than tablet technology. So it needs to be commercially viable for a pharma company to come into a country to, to have their product licensed within a country. And that that um, licensing route, is it's, it's lengthy, which it should be because there's rules and regulations around it and laws, and also costly. So for a low population base such as Ireland, mm. it may not be commercially viable if the company deemed that they're not getting reimbursed for what they feel necessary to, to make it commercially viable for them. So, so that's in and of itself an issue because there are... Um, 
only two patches that pharmacists can actually give to a lady or and doctors can prescribe for a lady um, who is who, who needs HRT. There's only two brands available. And, and and that means then that there's very little competition. So if, and if those brands go short, then we, we have this issue. So we, we need more variety. Uh, in the UK, they Nora. have more variety. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I, just clarify that one for me. You said there's only two brands available that the pharmacist can issue. That doesn't mean there's only two brands available. End of story, no? No, it doesn't. There's more brands available in the UK. They obviously they have a mass, a larger population than we do. So it's probably more commercially viable for a pharma company to get the licensing into that country as well. So while, while we can order in unlicensed products, if 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 we are short the, the actual products is licensed in Ireland, it's more costly. It's like prohibitively expensive in some instances. And also it's not available on the drug schemes. So it, it's not an answer really. So for the pharma companies to come into Ireland, it needs to be commercially viable for them but but then even even for instance the the, the hrt estrogel it th- there was some in the country a, a number of weeks ago but it came in from britain as a result uh, it needed to be rewrapped because britain is considered a third country so that in, in and of itself takes time as well and, and until it was sent out to, to the pharmacy so it isn't just a case of um you know if something comes in from britain it can be just sent back out because britain is now considered a third country that that delays the process too and then also that gel is made in france as, as well as another country Belgium, but it's made in France for which there's very strict working conditions and working hours. So they can't just ramp up supply because demand has increased. Because we, we need to remember that demand really it has increased exponentially over the last couple of years because women are being, being made much, much more, more aware of the things that they can take for menopause to help them with their symptoms. So, you know, even considering that, you know, a, a pharma company may have to move a plant to another country in order to kind of be able to ramp up supply, that takes time and effort as well. So, mm-hmm. There's, there's lots of reasons and as I said they've, they've cumulated in this kind of car crash but yeah. what we really need to see going forward is we need a task force that's there that will actually ensure the continued and uninterrupted supply of HRT going forward and we need that task force now You mentioned Asia uh, and you mentioned France but Laura you don't need me to tell you every major pharmaceutical company on the planet has either a base or an outlet within 20 minutes drive of where I'm sitting. We're not making our own even. Well, you see, that's the thing. It needs to be commercially viable for the pharma company. And, and as, a, as a lowly community pharmacist, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not privy to, to deals that are made w- within the pharma industry. But I, what I will say is that there needs to be something done so yeah. this doesn't happen again, regardless of where the, the HRT comes from, this, I think. This is good old-fashioned capitalism, isn't it? Well, <laughs> you could say that, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I certainly, I see it in the pharmacy and I know my, my GP friends and colleagues see it as well, that women are desperate for the, these drugs. And, and I think it's really important though as well, we're hearing all the negatives about menopause and we're hearing that, you know, of, of all the symptoms that people can experience. But I don't want women out there to be scared about approaching menopause because it's actually only about up to 20% of ladies that actually need HRT. Many mm. women get through the menopause well without symptoms or with mild symptoms that they can control with by themselves or with alternative therapies, etc., and with, you know, loving friends and family. Uh, but I think that it's really important to remember that the women that do need the HRT, they really need the HRT. And it's not just m- women of a certain age. These can be younger women that have gone through cancer 
that you know are in chemical or surgical menopause mm-hmm. and they also need their drugs so mm-hmm. not only have they gone through cancer and all the trauma that goes with that then they suddenly can't access the medicines that are actually keeping them you know going from day to day so it's just it's important to look at the overall picture I think So who would or should sit on this task force that you think about? Well, I think definitely some people from the government. I think there should be doctors on there. There should definitely be pharmacists on there. And they sh- we, sh- we should all be coming together to give ideas and to to actually try and make sure that this doesn't happen again and that the continued supply will will go on forever because you must remember that I you know I've seen this happen this isn't the first time that there has been a HRT shortage it's happened a few times over the last few years but you know and, and drugs admittedly they come in and out of supply you know and there are shortages here and there and but generally we can cope with them because for instance if if a cholesterol tablet goes out of supply there's generally another brand that can be that can supply that that with the same milligram strength and with with no issue and or and if that brand is exhausted then another one there's several brands available to Mm. us to pick from but with the gels and the patches because of the expensive technology and because of the lack of competition there isn't that there Mm. isn't you know the the other the alternative so it, therein lies the problem so. isn't it sometimes also a case laura that once a woman gets a particular combination of therapies right changing any one of those can throw her off kilter quickly <clears throat> absolutely so it, it can generally take a woman months if not a couple of years of experiencing symptoms before she actually decides to go and get help with it and before she decides to go on the drugs and even at that point, it can take a number of months for her to reach her desired threshold of symptom control. Mm. And once that happens, her life can change remarkably and she can get through the day. If it's been a case that the symptoms have been so debilitating that she hasn't been able to get through the day. So you are absolutely correct. Sometimes a particular gel or a particular patch will work because of the way it's delivered and the you know the rate that it's delivered into the body via the skin just works optimally for her and the and the dosage as well like we have been telling ladies to cut patches in half so if there's if they're supposed to be on 50 milligrams mm. of of estrogen to cut the 100 milligrams in half and that is not ideal you know because they are made specifically for 100 milligram pa- mm-hmm. 100 milligrams to, to micrograms to be delivered so it's just not ideal if the lady is then cutting it in half she may not mm-hmm. not get the exact amount so so you're absolutely correct there once she reaches the desired effect on the tablets that she's on it's really you know it, it can be quite debilitating for her to, to even change that in any kind of way it, it's quite we're quite guinea pigs for ourselves yeah. when we are try, trying to titrate our our, our um our hrt and that's because of the nature of it it's hormone based hormones fluctuate and you know so it's difficult it's a very tricky one and 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 laura how far ahead does the pharmaceutical industry as in the pharmacists of the country how far ahead do they stock up or how far ahead is you as a community pharmacist is it possible for you to stock up at the minute with HRT, it's it's month to month. We we are on allocation of many of the products now, so Rationing we would get a certain basically. supply in. Rash, absolutely, yeah. And and un, unfortunately, then it means that if if a if a pharmacy has not been doing a lot of HRT, that they are even further down the pecking order in terms of trying to be able to get get the products in. So a pharmacy like the the one that I'm in, I would have a large menopausal lady base because it's a special area of interest to me, and I do lots of work on my Instagram with it. Um, and I'd have loads of women message me. So I, and I kind of, you know, I, I know about the supply issues and that. So I would have been able to order in 
excess if I needed to but now I can't I'm on allocation I only get a certain mm. amount and once they're exhausted they're exhausted you know mm. so it's month to month really right. uh, we're lucky if it's month to month it could be week to week actually um, in some instances yeah yeah. because of the reasons that you've explained to me earlier someone is on the phone saying that their pharmacist has said that there's a shortage developing in stocks of paracetamol up and down the country and I also read a piece and heard a piece on British Radio and we're coming we're coming into the end of spring start of summer hay fever hell and there's a shortage of some of the hay fever medicine we're used to yeah i have i have heard and and witnessed about the the paracetamol paracetamol has been an issue for a while now um coming in and out we've kind of managed it thus far I'm mm. I'm not sure you know where it's going to go with it certainly the OTC packs are, are available but yeah, the, the the larger the larger dispensary packs I think are that they're called into question and the sure. OTC packs by, by default will follow so yeah it, it's about managing and forecasting these events and it's like when COVID first came on that the scene a lot of a lot of flu remedies a lot of paracetamol went short because people were stocking up so yeah. I think it's important that people realise like if, if you just buy for what you need yeah. For for the time that you need it, and you don't buy in bulk, then you're leaving you're, you're leaving stock for other people. Paracetamol is as cheap as, as well. chips, like you know that that's. Paracetamol is as cheap as chips. Yeah, I'm not quite sure the reason for for its shortage um, mm. at the minute. I don't think I've been informed about that or, okay. or reliably informed just yet. But sure. Like like but with the HRT, it, you probably yeah. need to go a bit of digging. Oh yeah, sure. no, absolutely. Sure. I'm on a number of working groups with pharmacists, so we're we're all talking about it. And in relation to the hay fever one, I mean, I know myself. I, I get a bout of hay fever towards the end of spring, start of summer, and I take a thing, it doesn't matter, it's an over-the-counter medicine for... Is there a shortage of those? There, there could be. I, I haven't been made aware of it of yet, but there could be, and certainly if it starts in England, things that go short in England tend to filter over here, so yeah. um, there well could be, but for, for the moment, I, okay. I'm, I'm not aware of it. We'll follow it and see where it goes. Laura, thank you very much for being with us. Uh, to Just look into Laura Dowling, the fabulous pharmacist on Instagram, looking into the reasons why there's a, a shortage of HRT. Quartz 96 FM.